everyone, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics, the show where we get drunk and talk about politics and other fun slash depressing stuff. Uh, I am your host, Terrain Myrex, my uh, current co-host, uh, I guess former co- doesn't matter. She's currently on sabbatical right now. Um, she's uh, just taking a, a big old break, but we are going to check in with her later in this podcast. Um, but I am lucky enough to be joined by, um, one of my greatest friends on earth and someone I miss very, very much. Former guest, Ashley Miller. Ashley, how are you? Hey, Terrain. I am doing okay. How are you? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm getting by. <laughs> getting by. It could be worse. I, here's where I, here's where I am specifically. I... Well, for the past, I think, like, maybe three days last week, um, I was wearing my Halloween costume pants. Okay. I, like, I, I would just wake up, put my Halloween costume pants on, and fucking roll into the day. Uh, and today I finally changed those pants to another pair of sweat, to a different pair of sweatpants. So... That's what's going on with me. Uh, how, how have you been coping? What have, what have your coping outfits been? <laughs> uh, honestly, not much farther off than yours. Uh, pajama yeah. pants have been my yes. daily wardrobe. Uh, sometimes the same pair for multiple days. Uh, yeah. That's where we fucking are right now. That's I am we are. not. I'm not, we're not impressing anybody on the outside. Literally, I don't go out, I don't really get to go outside very much. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to put on these fucking Alexander Hamilton fucking gold pants and just chill in here. Yeah. Like I, I bought a pair of these super soft pajama set with little dinosaurs all over it. And I rock those half the week. All right. I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm jealous a little bit. I, where'd you get those pants from? (laughs) Uh, some online realtor. Okay. All right. Well, you know, online real. Gotcha. 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 That's dope. That's dope. I, I, if I could, yeah, that's the thing. If I get a pair of soft pants, it's over. I'm just doing that for the rest of the entirety of the time we're stuck inside. I'm just not going to. Get, I'm not changing the pants. <laughs> no, well, there's no point. I mean, uh, no. the only time I dress like, like from the the pre-COVID times, <laughs> yeah, is when I go to the grocery store. That's it. The so I, yeah, the, our time our our time now is uh, BC. It's, it's <laughs> BC before COVID. Before COVID, we're doing yeah, we're doing before, we're doing before COVID now. Um, so I've been asking everybody that comes on, uh, you know, what do you do? We are trapped in our homes. We are stuck, uh, not being able to go out, socialize with anyone. How, like, what are some of the activities that you have found to pass the time? Do you watch shows? Do you watch more movies? What do you, what have you been doing to kind of try to stay sane in this definitely insane time? Can I start with what I should be doing with this time? Sure. Let's start with what you should be doing and then pivot into what what horrible nonsense thing you actually are doing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I should start with like I realize I could be using my time better. Uh, yep. <laughs> so what I should be doing, Terrain, is you know taking this time off from work when I use it as basically the number one reason why I don't get other things done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I should be <laughs> I should be using this time to get my shit together, which. I usually talk about, yeah, I really need to get my shit together on an almost daily basis prior BC COVID. Yeah. Um, so like organizing my bills, my documents on all that loose paperwork that's around my room, um, which I actually just did yesterday. So I'm proud of myself, but it took over a hang month. Hang on, hang on. You have <laughs> loose documents around your room? I, well. Are you a, a high powered <laughs> attorney or an ad executive? What the fuck is going on with you? Don't worry about it. It's top secret. Oh, um. Okay. I won't worry about it. I won't worry about why you have just fucking loose, loose, important documents hanging around. No one should trust me with. No. Hey, you don't uh, want to. No. She's got loose documents all over the. That's this episode's now called loose documents. By the way. <laughs> so what? So oh. you should be getting your stuff together. You should be organizing all your fucking loose documents or whatever. What are you doing though? What have you been doing? Um, what I have been doing is laying in bed on various apps. For hours on end. What? Uh, what apps? Give me the apps. Come on, let's yeah. do it. We got a dish. Um. All right. So OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Look, and by the way, no, no disrespect to anybody. If you want to sell feet pics for money so you can buy alcohol in this trying time, you do what you gotta do, oh. girl. Oh yeah, I am 100 not judging at all. Yeah. You do what you need yeah. to do. I've I've thought. You about do what it. you need to do. Yeah, look, I look my if 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 I found that there was a market for feet pics for I'm gonna stop doing this before I say something weird on this podcast. <laughs> what okay? What actual apps oh, have you been on? Yeah, actual app, <laughs> you know, Facebook, Tinder. Yeah. I've um went down that dark hole that I feel like most millennials cross at some point, or the line to, into a dark hole into tiktok um oh god i can't here's the thing i'm I, I i get it i see the i see the appeal for people i have chosen not to do it because if i find myself if i find that i get tiktok i will never do anything else and i'm <laughs> not putting myself in that position I'm, i know myself I will fall down a fucking rabbit hole of like, I still, mm-hmm. I still find myself in Wikipedia holes. Sometimes there's no fucking way you can catch me on TikTok. You can't, I can't do it. Honestly, I could picture you becoming famous on TikTok. Oh, is that okay? I'll do it then. I'll do it. No problem. <laughs> I feel like you, <laughs> no. you come up with some original content that would just do really well. Look, there are people in the millennials that are on there now. Are people into uh, videos of uh, fat black guys crying? Because if so, fucking buckle up. My TikTok stuff's going to be <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> off uh, the charts. 
black man what about, um, in soft pants. Yep, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, fat black guy crying dressed as uh, George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> fat black man crying dressed as... <laughs> oh my god, yes! Oh, that's You should just dress as different people and cry. Yep. It's just me in different costumes crying. <laughs> uh, fat black man dressed as protester. While, <laughs> while what if God was one of us was playing in the background. <laughs> yes. If you if you think you're not interested in this, you're fucking dead wrong. This and House Haunters are a fucking home run. Oh my god. Tyler wow. Tyler actually reminded me that I need to message Sarah about House Haunters because that's a that was a fucking home run idea. Oh yeah, he told me about that at dinner the other night. Uh he said he lost it. He's like he would He's like, if this show doesn't happen, I'm going to die. <laughs> it has to happen. What now. about, uh, so, <laughs> so what about, so, so you've been, um, stuck on apps. Have you been, uh, watching anything new, watching any movies, any TV, uh, you know, binge watching? What about that? Have you been, uh, take it to partaking in that? I have definitely been binge watching, um, uh, Long story short, I've gotten way more into anime. <laughs> uh, okay. So I binge watched all the seasons of My Hero. Um, My Hero Academia. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, I don't, but but you like it, and that's what's important. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then a cartoon on VRV. Tyler and I just finished the first season of something called Final Space. That's really good. Okay. It's funny. So if you have ERV, okay, I recommend I checking that out. But I know you're not as into cartoon shows. No, I I'm not. I um no. I mean, I've watched. I I can't. I mean, I've watched a bunch of stuff, but when pressed, I can't remember. It's usually just like trashy shit that Netflix puts up. Like Katrina and I watched all of Too Hot to Handle in like a, in like an <laughs> afternoon or a, and it okay. was. I have not watched that thoroughly. Yet. Uh, honestly, don't bother. It's not as fun as it seems. Like, mm. it is just... It, 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 the concept, to me, is like, ooh, you gave me the trashiest show in the history of time. I'm all in. It sucked. It was not entertaining. It was boring. Uh, no. <laughs> I wasn't interested. But, but you finished it? <laughs> yeah, I watched all of it. Um, but I hated it. <laughs> I hate it every second. What have you I been watching see, otherwise? Um, what have I been watching? Uh, you know, I, uh, oh, so, um, I was lucky enough to be on my, uh, my friend Arista did a new podcast, um, called Arista's Movie Adventure, subtle plug for Arista's Movie Adventure. And, um, so we, we each got to pick a, a movie to watch and I watched two of the three movies cause I got, I picked one and then Arista picked one that I already saw. Um, I got to watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was dope, and we watched the Tickled documentary again, but the one movie Drew picked um, was Mamma Mia, Here It Goes Again, and um, 
Let me tell you, if you're looking for a mind fuck, watch <laughs> Mamma Mia, Here It Goes Again. I I don't know. Firstly, I don't know how many of those songs that they sang in the second one, they already fucking sang in the first one. <laughs> also, uh, literally at, at no point could I figure out what reality and what the fiction was. I couldn't figure out what was actually happening and what, like this, this fucking spoiler alert, this fucking mom, like, Meryl Streep is dead. And then she appears at the end of the movie singing with her daughter, but it's in a room filled with people and they're all watching. So this woman is either having some sort of psychotic break and no one's like, everyone's being real polite and not talking about it. Like, it was bananas. That that movie's fucking ape shit. Um, so, if you're looking to, like, ruin your life, watch Mamma Mia, Here It Goes Again. I don't know. I feel like Mer- Mer- Meryl Streep is such a powerful woman that she would somehow... She wasn't in the movie, oh. though! She was in five minutes of the goddamn movie! Five minutes, I think! Still, I could see her coming in as a ghost. Like she's coming just that, a, <laughs> that powerful. Is she a ghost? If she's a ghost, like shouldn't someone like I, I don't know? It felt like everyone was like just being real polite about this fucking woman having a mental breakdown. <laughs> uh, no, um, maybe maybe she just hit it really well. That's all. Yeah. No, she. No, you. You need to watch this film because you're fucking wrong. Um, <laughs> this was, and I just want to point out, I watched Coco with you, right? Was it Coco? You watched Coco with me. What it was? Yeah, it was the one with the the one with oh, the Mexican boy, right? Yes, yes, and and his and his dad played guitar, or his or his granddad. I don't remember. But that movie was a mind fuck too. Yeah, because the dude that... goes in the spirit world. Yeah, the goes <laughs> in the spirit world and fucking so like legit. If you actually look at it, so the there's a big fire and then the kid goes in the spirit world. That kid died. That kid was dead. Disney Pixar put on a show where, put on a movie where that child died in a fire. That's what happened to that no. kid. He didn't die. He was dying because he was in the spirit How'd he world. get to the spirit world, Ashley? He died. No, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to go to the spirit world if you're not dead, he Ashley. That's not he how it works. He was cursed. No, he, he was, was still alive. Because do you yes, remember how his body was dead? He was, right. he was We're off topic, with death. I promise. Oh shit, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's let's move on to our first actual topic that we have. Um Coco. How fucked no, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> I well, well we were kinda on topic. We were still talking about quarantine activities. Yes, so, yes, yeah. we were on topic. Yeah, yeah. Seriously though. <laughs> Coco was like real fucked up. Like that was a real fucked up movie. I, I, I was, it. I was like, is who? Again, they 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 killed a kid. Like I want to say a half an hour into the movie, and I'm like, wait, what? Like what's going on? 
This is Disney oh, Pixar, right? Was, you can't just was, straight murder a child. It was only temporary. He came back. You're right. <laughs> right. He was only temporarily dead. Um, temporarily so, uh, speaking of yeah. us, <laughs> uh, speaking of dead, <laughs> speaking of I mean, dead, uh, a lot of people uh, gathered in numerous states to protest the stay-at-home orders by governors and by legislatures uh, to try to keep the COVID nineteen cases down. Um, so let's start. Did you did you see this? Did you see you know like the uh, protesters in like Michigan and New Hampshire and some in PA actually um, getting together? And some of them getting staying in their cars, some of them just kind of getting out of their car and all grouping together um, to protest the safety measures that are being taken to keep all of us alive. Did you did you see that? Oh, I absolutely saw that. Uh, you can't what, not see it. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on what were your thoughts on that? Like I I think protest is a good thing for what what its purpose is to protest something that you don't agree with or like you feel should happen like to try to make movements in the government like it's not it's a necessary act as um good citizens to protest something that we feel needs to be fixed uh what i don't care for are protests that hurt others and intend to hurt others um physically literally (laughs) Uh, which yeah. is what a lot of them are doing in terms of blocking, like putting aside their agenda or what they want done, how they're doing it is what really pisses me off in terms of like, right. it doesn't make me want to listen to them or hear them out when they're blocking routes to hospitals that are preventing people from getting to work that work there or patients in ambulances that are on their way there that could be on the brink of life or death. Uh, I yeah, think it's a that's. I think I, I think that that I think that that's a that's an amazingly succinct and poignant way to put this. It, these people have put they're they're putting in danger people who you know they're they're sorry they're firstly they are blocking people whose live whose job it is to protect and save and maintain lives. They have they have. Um, put themselves in the way of ambulance routes, uh, put themselves in the way of um, the routes for healthcare professionals who need to get to work to, you know, keep people alive. Um, they did this and they did this in, in a way that just signifies, you know, how their selfish desires are the most important, like the most tantamount things. There's, there's no, there's no reason to to do this in this sort of way um other than you are 100% the worst and are trying to fuck up everything that is going on i mean i mean it it is it is baffling and and you look at it in in different states i talked to um katrina about this uh before which um though she though she does not want to host this podcast she still will talk to me which is good um she uh uh pointed out that like you know there are protests in like in like new hampshire uh where the where the stay at home order is from the republican governor and 
these people are protesting mean Democrats who are who are stopping the, the who are stopping them from going outside. Like it's literally people who are either woefully ill-informed or they know what's going on and they do not care. Um, it, it's baffling that this is this is their hill to stand on. What do you think? What do you think the true meaning behind these protests are? Uh, so I was trying to think about that today, in terms of like what is the bottom line for them? Like what could possibly be the bottom line other than just needing to get out to go get a haircut, you know? Um, and I, it's just, there's this deep seated arrogance to Americans and how, and that probably rightfully stems from our history and how we got here. Like we're supposed to be the best which comes with a bit of a chip on the shoulder, um, whether we've earned it individually or not, not even just as a group, but, um, and I think they see this as a threat to that stability that at least a lot of them have thought we've had <laughs> for a while. And yeah. I don't think it was really there um, or hasn't been there in a while or never really was. I don't know, but uh I think it just comes from that. Like this is really throwing off what they seem to be successful or maybe they have been yeah. successful in their personal lives, how they perceive success as a country. Right. Um, so it, it, it's, it's more know. in the what you're, what it seems like you're saying is it's more in the vein of like uh, the, the viewpoint of our country uh, seems like it's at a lower place when these kinds of effects are happening, right? Like, like right. They're, they're looking at, we're viewed as lower because we can't go outside or have to wear masks outside or like that kind of thing. We're not viewed as the tippy top of what, what we right. have been told we are. And there's so much pressure to remain there that, and like when you're seeing all this, the negative views from around the globe, they want to fight back by saying like, no, 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 you're wrong. Like you're, you're not seeing it correctly. And it's like a, it's like a preservation that they have that like automatically kicks in that you want to preserve their right to be on top. Like it's almost like it's, it's scary to them to fall to a place where like, okay, maybe we're not okay anymore. Maybe these things yeah. need to change. Then maybe this is just not the way it should be anymore. And that scares them because change is scary. And I get that. I really get that. But you still have to be open to it. Yeah. And I mean, I, 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 I agree to an extent. I, I really do think it is an incredibly. So firstly, the fact that so many of the protesters went with like, you know, they went with like their, their Trump 2020 signs and their mm-hmm. keep America great gear. Like, to me, it really just signified we miss Trump rallies. We miss them so much. We we haven't been able to go to them. They don't happen in our state because of this. And I want to get together with my Trump friends and fucking get my Trump on. Like, it, it really feels like... It feels like it's definitely fueled by the rhetoric of the president who keeps, like... At, at, at random points throughout the random points throughout the time, second guessing and checking the, you know, the, the, what the medical professionals say should happen. 
and and just kind of putting it in like his own way. It, it, it is it is it is baffling, and, and it's kind of like a he's making things worse by not saying like you should always remain in your house until medical professionals say this is not what ha- what should like until Doctor Fauci is like fucking you can go outside and lick each other's eyeballs or whatever. You really should continue to follow what the what the safety guidelines are like he took a little while to rebuke the the senator uh, sorry the governor from georgia uh regarding reopening his state like it is it is hard when the leader at the top gives conflicting information to uh to medical professionals um regarding how this crisis should be handled right no i agree with that 100 percent. i think like a lot of it, at least with what going back to what you were saying with the Trump gear, I, I have to wonder, like with the way he flip flops, like why is he? Why does it matter whether or not you support Trump if you really feel like we should be going outside? That we should have that freedom right. beyond the lockdown. It's like, what does it have to do with Trump at all? Because like, yeah. And then going back to what you were saying about um, the gov- the Massachusetts. Um, why am I blanking on his name? No, no, no. Uh, I think you're thinking of, wait, I, I talked about Georgia uh, Governor Brian Kemp. No, no, I know that. But like, wait, even before how like it's a Republican representative that they have for Massachusetts. Why am I forgetting? Oh, his name? okay. Okay. No, no, we're talking about, okay. So the other thing I had mentioned was the, uh, Repu- the Republican governor of New Hampshire. I believe that's Chris Sununu. Um, oh, no, no. he's the one who had the stay at home order, but there were okay. protesters protesting Democrats. I think that's what okay. you're referring to. Yeah. But going back to well, like the Republican senators, know, are saying, I just want to point out real quick, real quick. You were like, you were, it's another, it's another New England state, and Massachusetts does have a uh, a Republican governor, Charlie Baker, who I think is saying the same thing that like you know the dem- like some of the Democratic and uh, other uh, Republican governors like Mike DeWine from Ohio are saying, which is stay inside your fucking house. Do not go outside. We're fucking trying to do something here. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what blows my mind. It's like, okay, so they're, they're wearing all this Trump gear first because somehow this all impedes on him when it's a global health crisis. It's not about him. Um, I mean, what he's saying certainly doesn't help, but we get to that later. It's not all about Trump. Um, And then when you have people on your party because they're, you know, demonizing Democrats with this, using it as another excuse to demonize Democrats anyway, the majority. Uh, so when you have people on your side saying, stay the fuck home, help us out here, it's not going to be forever. We're not trying to control you. You know, it's, I don't know. But then I was watching a video today as well that a lot of, a lot of them seem to just be conspiracy theorists as well. Oh, yes. Matter. Ooh, <laughs> the conspiracy theories Oh, I fucking love. Um, This is somehow related to 5G and how that's being used Mm -hmm. to to control the... I fell asleep. I couldn't figure it out. I fell asleep. (laughs) My my brain fell asleep (laughs) while trying to figure that dumb shit out. Um, No, birds are all fake. (laughs) Oh, that one's my favorite. I think that one's the one I believe, actually. Um, they're keeping us all inside because they need to change the batteries and all the birds because the birds are fake. And 
no, they, no, that's they, been we're disproven. That's been disproven. What? They they charge wirelessly when they sit on telephone the telephone lines. Oh shit! I didn't see that. <laughs> oh shit! It's real. It's okay. Real. okay. Real. All right. I'm with this one. Uh, can I just say I I think conspiracy theories for the most part are like dumb and they they tend to like people tend to think that conspiracies are happening for like you know like it, dumb dumb ways it not in ways that actually happened like the the FBI really did try to get Martin Luther King to kill himself that's a conspiracy theory that actually happens but people are like no i'm pretty sure they want to watch me pooping on the toilet on my phone like that's not what it is like stop that but the birds thing that's the thing i will i fucking love and i don't believe it but i want it to be true so fucking badly i want more than anything in the world for the government to have been surveilling us via birds that's my favorite theory i love it so much (laughs) <laughs> yep no i i 100 believe it mm-hmm. yeah it's gotta be real because if it's, it's not real. real if it's not real then life isn't worth living <laughs> they, and the, scientists so it's, the way the government gets around it is that they use dinosaurs which were obviously fake um and their like lineage <laughs> like birds yeah. come from dinosaurs like they're the ants the they're the, the current generations of their ancestors, dinosaurs. So that's how they get away with it. They teach evolution in schools for the purpose to save their bird robots from being discovered. I think I think <laughs> we need to have like legitimately at some point in time, we will talk about just one full episode dedicated to this theory and why we think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> why why we can make a credible case for all birds being surveillance uh tech uh equipment for the state i fucking think that's perfect it's my I don't favorite know. thing i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know if that's a working theory about birds i just kind of figured once i heard that birds were, weren't real that that might be it i have no idea oh no that's what it is you you <laughs> Oh, you've, you've stumbled upon a gold mine, my friend. That's what is going on. Birds, fucking not real. They are they are really like they're cute and loud uh, surveillance co- equipment for the government to track us and track our movements. Because yeah. you know what the government really cares about? Chet from Seattle and what the fuck he's up to. Um <laughs> What do you so getting back to the protesters real yeah. quick? <laughs> real quick, let's go back there. Yeah. What uh what do you think? Um <laughs> do you, so for me, uh I truly think that with the protesters, for the most part, to me it came off like in a, it came off as they didn't really want, you know. It's not we all want to go back to work and earn a livelihood and 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 contribute to society. Uh, it it really felt to me more selfish and uh and 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 just and shitty. Like it, it felt more like you know I want a haircut. I want to be able to go and I want the things that are convenient to me to be open so I can enjoy those convenient things. Like. 
what did, what did you uh, that's how i viewed it overall it felt to me like a just straight up wine fest from a bunch of just straight up privileged assholes what how did you take it oh i 100 percent see the majority of that and and with the whole haircut thing like i that just like irks me because like i my roots are coming in bad like you as you have seen over facebook my gradual progression into blondehood <laughs> um my roots are horrible but I'm not sitting here angry at the government for making me stay home to try to help save lives because my roots are over an inch long because no one's looking at me other than my family. They know my, my natural fate. Like they, they get it. It's fine. I can look like a goddamn gremlin for a month and a half. Or more. Like, I can look like I'm, a goddamn gremlin. I can, that's my right to look like a goddamn gremlin. If I want yes, to. Yes, I agree. So, Actually, no. You're a motherfucking American. If you want to look like a gremlin, you can look like a goddamn gremlin. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, like, uh, my right to get my eyebrows ra- waxed on a normal society is, is fine. It's my right. But if I'm putting someone at risk because I'm possibly carrying it when they don't have legitimate solutions yet, like, I, I'd feel horrible. Just so I could have yeah. my eyebrows waxed, like it, like it's fine. Like I'm I'm not going anywhere anyway. Like, but then then yeah. you go back to like when you so yeah that's all. I, like it seems very selfish at, at the face of it, and like what people are fighting for. Like oh my god, look at my roots. Like I need to see my hairdresser. Like I have a right to do that. Like as an American, like it's my body, my choice. Which I'm not even going to go into that argument right now because that oh that wouldn't that. That I can, I would lose my fucking mind. These are my body, my choicers yeah. who are like, oh, you know, that's that's where I draw the line. I can't get my hair done. Mm-mm. And, the and government's the, controlling my body, right? Oh my, but yeah, like my body, my choice. And I'm like, and then they, and then they take it a step further. It's like, oh wow, all you um, pro choicers are suddenly pro life, and I'm like, and suddenly you're not pro life. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like, think we're a completely separate subject. That's basically a red herring argument. Please come yeah. at me. <laughs> come at, come at her, folks. Come at her. She'll fight you. She will fight you in the streets on this. I will fight you, Karen. <laughs> yeah, hear that? Hear that, Karen? We're not fucking around. <laughs> I'll, mm. I'll take the. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck around, Karen. lose our shit on you i um before we move on to um our final topic for the day we're gonna play a real quick game called should we do this this is a really cool game that was that was developed uh very recently based on the comments of one president donald trump um which reminded us that we need to have um specific discussions on should we or should we not do certain things so let's start here um uh ashley should we mainline lysol into our veins to defeat covid19 uh well you see with its accessory at disinfecting things on surface materials yeah uh if one can only assume that possibly injecting it into our lungs could possibly help fight the coronavirus. Uh-huh. 
And I say this not as a medical medical professional, but someone that understands deductive reasoning pretty well. Uh-huh. Despite yeah. okay. despite the fact that those bottles say if ingested to call the poison hotline because uh-huh. you've been poisoned and could right, die. Right, right. You're, you're getting real close to the answer. Go ahead. Uh, so, no, you shouldn't do that. There we go. That's correct. No, you should not try to ingest or inject any sort of disinfectants into yourself to defeat COVID-19. Ashley, question two. Um, your doctor did not prescribe you hydrochloroquine, um, but you think it might help prevent or defeat COVID-19 because the president has said it upwards of six billion fucking times. Do you take it? No. That's correct. You do not take it because it has fatal side effects, has dealt, this has been uh, documented, and medical professionals say it at this point is not seen as a treatment for COVID-19. Final question, Ashley. Um, You currently have a president who is uh, just tossing crackpot conspiracy theories left and right, uh, and just, just steering the country horrifically in this pandemic so uh final question should you vote for donald trump i mean he was just joking though (laughs) (laughs) it was sarcastic it was a sarcastic comment because he's really tired of all the you know you know the judgment he's a tired new yorker he's like i'm gonna get snarky with you you get snarky (laughs) with me like, listen, like, I'm just trying to do my job, and y'all yeah. being really nasty about it. You guys are being really nasty, <laughs> nasty women. You guys are some nasty-ass women. So, like, I got a bit sarcastic. Like, back off my chops. Look, look, yes, I'm the president of the United States, and yes, I did suggest that we could I- inject a disinfectants into our body. I did it as a goof, though. It was a real cool goof that I did. Like, listen, I, tr- I trust the American people to not, like, yeah. take every word I say seriously. Even if I sound serious, doesn't mean I'm serious. Yeah, like, you, guys, you guys are smart enough to know sarcasm. Like, come on. You guys get it. Even though it's like a coronavirus briefing for the task force, and I'm in front of a bunch of reporters, and I have the seal of the fucking United States president in front of me. When I say stuff, sometimes I'm goofing around. You guys get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have gonna, no idea why. Gonna, <laughs> no. Just going to answer this for you. No, the answer is no, you should not vote for Donald oh, Trump. Oh, no, yeah. Donald Don't Trump has that. continuously put people's lives in danger for seemingly his own amusement because he's bored or annoyed or whatever but he's literally gotten a lot of people killed he called this a democratic hoax well into its infancy and because of that over fifty thousand people are dead so i'd say no probably not don't vote for him um let's move on (laughs) to our last topic um reopening uh states reopening businesses 
now, Ashley, you work in 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 food, right? Like you guys, this is like a legit. This is legit shit for you because oh yeah, you guys have to be able to uh, create an establishment that that is that is safe for people to ingest food and not hydrochloroquine. Um, also, they have to be able to you know. Um, be at the be at the establishment and feel like they are not getting sick and dying. Um, how have you had talks with your business specifically about you know some changes that have that are that happen uh, that would happen when things get reopened? Yeah, so um, we're currently closed <laughs> right now, but we're we're working on. Sorry, I'm um, laughing at the dog, not the fact that you're currently closed. Sorry, that was bad timing for me. <laughs> that was pretty bad timing. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. currently on. You said we're currently oh, closed, and I laughed at the fucking Bond villain. Oh, you're closed. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so, yeah, this this this, this whole situation. I mean besides even my work like this is restaurant genocide this whole thing that's happening like it's gonna put out of business a lot of mom and pop shops this is unfortunate um even a lot of larger maybe even chains might even shut down from this but um if they're not taking the right steps to try to preserve for after because again who really knows what's going to happen over the next few months if things start going yeah. back on the rise, we may have to stay shut down uh, as right. a restaurant. Um, we, ju- we just don't know yet, uh, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, but currently the plan is to open back up for takeout only. Uh, and the only reason we didn't take advantage of that in the beginning was the uh, possible loss of profits. Um, right. But now that people seem to be eating out more, uh, they they find that it's time to see what we can do with takeout, pickup only to start before we continue dine-in service. Um, but one of the biggest things that we have talked about in meetings with all the manage with all the management is how can we attain the trust of our customers that we are taking think seriously in regards to their health and keeping food safe and fresh for them. Um, So there's going to be a new normal after all this is done. What that's going to be in the end is only really guessable at this moment, but some good things that I envision from this whole thing and what we've come to discuss prior to opening, especially dining service is the accessibility to things such as hand sanitizer. Um, I think before BC, (laughs) before Corona, (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, I think BC in restaurants, it was kind of, or in any establishment, seeing a hand sanitizer uh, station can imply possibly low class. Like it's not something you see, you saw everywhere. Right. Yeah. Visually, visually it is, it is questionable where you're like, why do they, why do they need this? What's going on here? Yeah. Are you not clean? 
<laughs> for I mean, um, Chipotle has one, and they are bafflingly dangerous. Like they're right. they they do not follow any rules. By the way, I fucking love Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> right, but like it's it's one of those things that like it has a stigma behind it. And yeah. I think with this whole thing, it's not going to be viewed that way anymore. I think it's going to be more acceptable. They'll probably come up with sleeker ways to display it. Um, yeah. For, you know, the five-star establishments in the city that you pay a hell of a lot of money to eat at would do that. Um, but I think that's a good th- development. I think it perks up the whole, like, hey, like, take care of your hygiene. <laughs> wash your right. wash your hands. Like, it's, it's incredibly eye-opening, this whole scenario that people just don't seem to do that. Like, they should be. Yeah. I didn't think that we'd need this many like, hey, dumb, dumb, wash your hands like situations. But but we do. A lot of people uh, just aren't washing their fucking hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Which, so. And, and I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that's the cause of all of this. No. <laughs> but, you know, no. I think enough people should be like, well, I should probably start washing my fucking hands a little bit. Right. Exactly. Um, but that's definitely. I think that's something that's going to become a new norm and it's something that we're definitely going to be implementing once we open completely. We're going to have accessible hand sanitizer stations, which will also help limit how often people are going in and through the doors of the bathrooms and stuff like that, which could increase cross-contamination if they're not actually going there to pee. Um, But uh, overall it's, it's, it's a really, it's really weird and being involved with these conversations and like, what do we need to do to show this? And like for a moment there, so it was uh, a thought was thrown out and this was before PA decided like bars shouldn't be open for a while yet, um, which we have a bar in our restaurant. So that means we would have to shut that down when we do dine in service for a while, which makes sense. Cause how do you regulate a bar seating area? You can't, I mean, unless you're putting in dividers between each seat, which is just crazy to me when you think about it. Like, can you imagine the dividers that you see in grocery stores now between you and the cashier, between each patron of the bar? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a very, yeah, it's a very weird, <laughs> weird thing to imagine even after this. But uh, like, luckily we don't have to do that kind of thing. We don't have to, figure it out because they recognize that that's really kind of impossible to try to regulate a bar, a bar area. Um, but it also hurts. Like it does hurt because then I can only have one bartender on that's probably taking tables, which means I also have one less server. So people are still out of work. So things are slowly, since we have to be at half capacity and that means I'm going to have at least half the staff operating with the restaurant. Right. And which is difficult. Like people, people are worried about, you know, what's going to happen in the next couple months if they can't get back to work. And I, which I get like, that's definitely yeah. a hardship for the face, but this whole situation, you have to think about this really shows what we're lacking when we do face hard, like when we do face global issues that affect everyone. Yeah. Yeah, what are it we is, it and is, what can we change it, to be prepared for it? Right. The like, more, it, it definitely, I agree. We, 
we seem to have no preparation for this specific moment. And like, I, I listened to like, I listened to podcasts from like, you know, former Obama officials. And this was the thing that they dreaded. This was the thing that they were very afraid of, you know, like a, 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 a pandemic happening. Um, like they, this was the thing that they thought this would be the, would be the hardest thing to deal with. Not, you know, not an attack from another country, not anything like, like literally dealing with a pandemic was like the thing that they thought was the hardest thing to deal with, which is why they, you know, like organized, uh, you know, like the, the pandemic response team and like that kind of thing. And, the, and, and I hate to, I know I'm, I'm 100% going to turn this back, uh, back into an attack on Donald Trump. Cause that's what, that's what daddy do. But um, <laughs> the, the fact that, you know, he so glib, you know, just glib about how it was disbanded and it's not his fault because he doesn't know everyone who works for him like that's that's straight up bananas i mean we we need we need this needs to be something that is taught for everyone right like we need all we all need to be able to know how to deal with this before it happens because now that it's happened we're all fucking losing our minds we have no idea how to do it businesses don't know how to handle it the federal government doesn't know how to handle it a lot of state governments don't know how to handle it and it's it's abundantly clear that this is a thing that needed to be needed to be researched and dealt with and now we're fucking in it and we're and we're lost we're like lost in the woods right no 100 percent agree but did you hear of the governor of nevada oh no you're talking about the you're talking about the the uh the mayor of las vegas mayor the mayor of las vegas i'm sorry mayor of las vegas i'm drunk uh okay that's okay and her interview with anderson cooper she like legit was like sure we'll be guinea pigs to figure out what's going on here i will offer my my las vegas citizens to death possible death guinea pigs for you to see how dangerous this actually is yes so and and then kind of that kind of that kind of hits where I'm, I go. I want to go with the final point, which is there are states that are like looking to implement this in a safer way, and I, and I, I don't want to I don't want to be too partisan, but I will say that our Democratic governor Tom Wolf has like a you know like a kind of like a like a phased uh, phased style of opening things back up. We don't want to open up hot areas, um, so we wait until their cases are at a certain certain level before certain businesses can start to operate again and that kind of thing. Um, and if you look at it, honestly, like Mike DeWine, Republican governor from Ohio took early, like, you know, took precautions and, and shut shit down in Ohio. Like, you know, well before the president had called, like, like they, like they had done this. There, there were good people who had, uh, good good politicians on both sides of the aisle that took this seriously and then you have like fucking ron DeSantis, the governor of florida who's like fuck it leave the beaches open this is fine no yeah. no look the, so what the the spring breakers are gonna spring break what are we gonna do why is everyone from fucking new york for me anyway <laughs> i started that my bad i don't know why but yeah you really got that new york thing in my head and now that's the only thing i have that's the only like that's my touchstone now i just go right back to new york 
I don't um, know. Like it sounds but, more serious. Like you're gonna take me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I listen. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes kids are gonna go on the beach and touch each other and look each other's titties and eyeballs. And then you're gonna. Those kids are gonna go back to Nebraska where they're fucking from, and now they're all fucked forever. <laughs> <laughs> like like you can see there are there are people who are taking it seriously there there are um you know officials that are taking it seriously and then there are officials that are just being unbelievably uh nonsensically nonsensibly uh bad at this and 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 it, it needs to be highlighted like fucking mayor carolyn goodman is bad at her job uh governor ron DeSantis is bad at his job um, though I don't like Mike DeWine, he's done a good, he's done, he's been very, uh, upfront and, 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 uh, responsible in this crisis thus far, Republican governor. So when everyone's like, oh, terrain only criticizes Republicans, he doesn't criticize Democrats or he, he never praises Republicans. Fuck you. There it is. It's on tape. Shut up. I'll never say it again. <laughs> Well, that's, that's what, like, that's when you got to wonder, like, okay, so now, now you know which representatives actually care at least about a human life that they don't know. Yeah. And that's when it comes yeah. out. Not, not that it excuses everything, but it's good to know who cares about individuals' lives and how they're harmed. Yeah. Who cares about individuals' lives? Who listens to science? Who doesn't push nonsense bullshit because they think that it'll make the president happy? Like, right. those things, knowing those things are very important. Um, and yeah. Um, before we go, we completed an escape, ha- uh, escape room in um, the city, of, in, in the town of Trap. Do you remember? Yes, I do remember. Are you still getting emails from them? Because I am. I am, yes. Yeah, they're they're like, you you really need to use this coupon, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you really gotta get you gotta you get this. And I, <laughs> I'll say I'll say this: don't uh, don't do that. But um, eventually, we need to go back to that escape room uh, and fucking rock another room because we killed that last yeah. one. No, absolutely. No, I, I, I definitely look forward. I hope it's not something that's going to fall under if we're locked down much longer. I mean, I don't see us getting to do things for a very long while, while but yes. <laughs> but I will say this. I would be more than happy when this is all lifted to be able to see you and Tyler's gorgeous faces and, you know, hang out and potentially see your mother who i still am in love with so whatever a lot of people are whatever yeah yeah she's a, she's a wonderful she's a wonderful woman when we're when this is all over we'll all hang out we'll all yeah. hang out again I, absolutely uh thank you for thank you for joining me i am so happy that you are here uh is there anything before we go you want to tell anybody to do watch listen to Anything like that. You got you got promo time. Give it up. Uh all right. So the only thing I really want to say is wa- keep washing your hands. Yes. Keep it keep it as a continued habit beyond everything that happens with the coronavirus for, you know, um AC after corona. Uh <laughs> 
what you should have been doing in BC, keep doing in AC. Uh, yes. Also, uh, remember that there are hotlines if you're experiencing a lot of, you know, issues mentally, um, psychiatrically. Like, I understand this is a really trying time and it's really hard um, to go through something like this and this kind of isolation away from people that you care about. Um, there are, just remember, there are ways to get, get in connection with friends, which thankfully we do live in the time that we live in for that. And that there are resources available to you, like the suicide hotline and various numbers like that. So just don't be afraid to reach out if you're going through a really hard time now, because I understand that it's, it's, it's tough. It's going to, and if it lasts much longer than this, like I just use it if you need it. Yes. The, the national suicide prevention hotline uh, lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Ashley, thank you for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, we will, uh, of course, of course. Um, next we'll be speaking with our former host, Katrina, who has uh, some insights about how work is going and some shit she's been watching. Stay tuned. And welcome to the check-in, where we check in with our long-lost Alcoholitics co-host, uh, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, hello, how are you? Hi. How have you been? It's been forever. Yeah. I haven't seen you in so long. No, no, we never see each other. Never. <laughs> this was the only time we hung out. Now we don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> are they buying it? Do you think they're buying it? No. No, Okay. Um, I just wanted, we wanted to do a check-in every so often with you to see how things are going. So let's start here. Let's start with a question that I think you're going to love. Um, are you enjoying your time not being the alcoholics host? Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah? Yeah. What's your favorite part about it? Not having to do something. Yeah? Yeah. Like, when you say not having to do something, is it the, the work of the podcast or is it the work of, like, consuming news to, to to have things to talk about or, you know, like what, what specific is, what's the something just, or is it anything? No, I really, the, the thing I like least about doing a podcast is just that it's an obligation Give that I have to do. Yeah. Like that's, and there are lots of things I have to do already. Uh-huh. So just having something I have to do is not something I enjoy. So... So it sounds like you don't want to come back. It sounds. I'm just. Uh, it sounds like you're good where you are now, and if you come back, you come back. But you probably don't want to come back. I'll come back. <laughs> See right there. That was. That was not. I'll come back. Is not. I'd love to I've come got back. A lot of stuff going on. Right. You don't. It's fine. You don't want to come back right now. Things are good for you. Look. They're don't, not good for me. I know. I'm just trying. Um. Let's uh, let's kind of talk about how you've spent your time um, in uh, during this this pandemic. So a lot of the time you can't really go out. There's nothing to you know do outside. We have to stay inside. What things have you done during uh, quarantine? Like what 
what have you done to, shut up Desmond what have you done that like you know what are the things that you've done that keep you sane to keep you entertained to at least take your mind off of the shit storm that we're currently dealing with right now I think I've just watched a lot of stuff that's really the only thing I got cause I don't like I don't have a lot of free time right like that's this whole time I've been working every single weekday. Right. Well, know, weekends like, you have free time. Yeah, just weekends. And we're going to get into we're going to get into the work day where I I'm not I just want to make sure that it's very clear to everybody who's listening. I am not minimizing the fact that she works a whole lot. I get it. I agree and we're going to get to it. But I'm trying to talk about that free time yeah. and that happy time where you get to do whatever you want to do. I certainly don't have a lot of energy to do anything right. on the weekends. So usually I just lay around and watch movies or TV shows. Okay, so you said you you watch things. What are some of the favorite things that you've watched thus far? I watched Parasite on Sunday and that was really good. Um, a few weeks ago I watched um, 1917. That was really good. And that was the one that was like one continuous shot, right? Yeah, it was made, it looks made, like, to, it look made like to look like one continuous shot. Yeah, that was really, really good. What else? I watched uh, Dunkirk. I didn't like that one as much, just because that was more kind of visual effectsy than as opposed to story-based. And I okay. Like, I like more of a story-based. You're, you're not a VX person. You're yeah. not a visual effects person. I've watched a ton of movies recently so what was your so what would you say was your favorite i don't know i think 1917 was probably yeah but parasite was also really good and that was kind of fun 1917 wasn't really fun it was i've read about parasite it doesn't seem like a fun no movie. it is it, it's like yeah you should watch it, it here's the thing it it's doesn't funny it's got it's got humor it's got like it's entertaining it gets dark and crazy but that's the like, part like i'm pretty sure there's like from what i understand there's like spoiler alert like a basement that's a big deal mm-hmm. like a big deal basement yeah that's like a sad basement not a happy basement no not a happy basement but, right but it's not like I, I wouldn't say that film is overly sad okay no. i didn't know i assumed it was no because it all of the things that i looked at i don't think it was made it look real sad i think yeah i don't think it was overly sad the way it was portrayed, at least. What about the um, people that you've been spending your quarantine with? The people and the and the uh, people and the animals. Yeah, you and the cats. Yeah, how has that been? How how have they been? The cats are being nightmares, especially Desmond. Yeah, Desi's Desi's being a real prick. He's he's a needy little baby. Yes, I I concur. What about me? Uh, am I good? Well, the first few weeks you were uh, absent. <laughs> Wait, what? You uh, okay? Hang on, yourself. hang on, hang on. Before you do this, before you do this, let's all just know that this is a pandemic. Things are really not great, and I wasn't handling it well. Go ahead. Yeah. Air my dirty laundry. I feel like you meant for me to do that. I didn't. I did not know you were going to do this. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I thought you would just be like, "It's been fine." The, you know, cats have been annoying. You sometimes bother me, but we're good. I didn't know you'd go this deep. I but mean, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you brought this up on alcohol. I'm sure I have, but I really thought it was over yeah. by now. No, just you. Know, 
you drank yourself into oblivion and then couldn't get up the next day <laughs> multiple times yeah. on the weekend. So I just would hung, hang out by myself. That's when you watched... Did you watch Parasite during the... No. 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 I think you were just... I was tired. I was napping one you were, day. Yeah. It was like it, a, was, it wasn't the same amount. It wasn't like, like a. Like, it I wasn't went to like bed a, at five and woke up at seven. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you watched nineteen seventeen yeah. during one of those. I also watched Dunkirk that day, and you're welcome. Uh, what was the? What's that? Uh, Girl on the train. Yeah, I watched that day, and there was another one I watched that day too. I don't remember. What that. about shows? I haven't watched anything. Good show-wise, I don't think. No. I watched... I caught up on Homeland. I'm almost caught up on Homeland, but that's not really... I don't that know. ends, I think, this weekend, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm on episode, like, four or five of that, okay. that most recent season. Okay. Um, we watched Too Hot to Handle. Oh, what a letdown. I thought it was alright. I disagree. Definitely not on Love is Blind's level. No, uh, it's hard to be on Love is Blind. Like, they, they peaked with Love is Blind and The Circle. I think, yeah. I, I would, what, can we just real quick, sidebar, what do you think is better, The Circle or Love is Blind? Better, The Circle. More entertaining. More entertaining, Love is Blind. Really? Yeah. I would go more entertaining as The Circle as well. I, I, I mean, there are definitely gripes I have, like, why aren't these people more vindictive and manipulative and, and like, bad? Yeah. But, like... Yeah, we had that on Love is Blind, and that was fun. <laughs> Yo, well, to me, like, it was, like, one of them. Jessica. <laughs> it was Jessica. She's, did you know she's ten years older than Mark? Yeah, I didn't know it's that. It's crazy. <laughs> That's, like, a huge deal to her. Um, <laughs> did we watch anything else? No. This month, okay. Tiger King. We watched Tiger, Tiger King. King. Yeah, who hasn't? We 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 broke down and watched Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good day. It was good distraction day. It was a good distraction day. That's all I'm doing really is just finding things to make me forget about the life I'm living. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. All right. Um. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, your job. <laughs> and <laughs> how your job has been impacted, how, like, what your tasks now are, and right. how that's changed from the normal daily flow of what would yeah. normally happen. Normally, I'm a supervisor in charge of 10 people, but my manager uh, had a baby as coronavirus was hitting its peak, and I became the acting manager. So, uh, when the world went to hell, I became in charge of 72 people. Um, <laughs> and that has not been very fun. Yeah? Because the state of Pennsylvania sucks. <laughs> okay. All right. You hear that, PA? Yeah. She's putting you on blast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fucking get your shit together. She's putting you on blast. Um, what specifically has happened that's sucked? Or can you not go into well, it? Well... If you can't, so, if you are, if you are worried about your job, you do not have to go into it in any sort of way. But I'm, I'm just asking, what sort of things has? I mean, you, you, you said the state of PA suck. What have they done to suck? And I think well, I know because I also am a PA, um, state employee. <laughs> so I don't. I think it was like the week after I started. Before I started, they did the thing where they said we're closing all offices. And then, like, three hours later, 
never mind, guys, you're essential now, even right. though you weren't essential employees, and you're gonna, you have to stay in the office. Literally, not essential employees. And also, employees you're not allowed that. to telework for <laughs> no discernible reasons. Um, well, the reason were they didn't have the capacity slash. Says who? Did, I mean. <laughs> says they, fucking. Says the who? state of PA. <laughs> they, um. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't attempt at all to make it possible to do. Right. So, I I think about a week after I started, um, Governor Wolf shut down like all the schools across the state. CDC guidance came out saying no more than fifty people in a building, social distancing. Uh, so, like I said. There were 73 of us in the building, and we were very close to each other, and um, we have a union, so... S-E-I-U! Yes, so the state of Pennsylvania and the union uh, were negotiating, and what that means is, even though they seem to have known what the outcome was going to be for a while, they needed to wait until the last possible minute... To come to an agreement <laughs> as a negotiation tactic. Yeah. So they made us come into work that Monday. Mm-hmm. All 70 of us. Everybody, you know, all together. Sit, sit. Tension's high. People are freaking the fuck out. Yep. And then in the afternoon, they're like, all right, after today, we're going to give you two days Sagger, off. Sagger, yeah. Two days on. So that that was nice at first. I had to work the whole time because I was the manager. So sucks for me, but at least. Half the people were there. That was a little better. Right. It wasn't it wasn't great. People weren't still not very happy. Of course they weren't. Yeah, obviously. They felt like they were in a position that they were going to be harmed or, mm-hmm. you know, like they felt like they weren't safe, which they were not. And then they said they're going to stop doing that because the governor didn't want to pay for people to not be in the office anymore. And that's the governor that we supported, Tom. Yep. Um, Who, I think, to be fair, still I support. Yeah. But, like, that was... As an employee, it's rough. As an employee, (laughs) I'm like, the fuck, Tom? (laughs) As a a PA resident, I'm like, he's, for, for, I would say, a decent decent portion of the Pennsylvanian people, he's doing a great job. Yeah. I don't really think the governor is the one responsible for... Um, I, I, ultimately he is, but I he's think, coordinating I think the, the secretary of, uh, he's cool. DHS is the one who's actually making these decisions. Oh, so we should be real upset with secretary Miller. Yeah. Okay. Go um, ahead. But <laughs> so then hear they, that, hear that Teresa, you're getting it. <laughs> about a week in advance. They're like, all right, this is done. You we're not doing the two days on two days off anymore. And then, and then they the, went quiet. Right, they went quiet. The initial thought was, okay, we're all going back into work. Initial, that time. was everybody's thought. Yep. Everybody, for about a week, was like, all right, we're coming in and we're going to die because all 70 of us are going to be back in this building, basically. Yeah. And, oh, they never planned for that. They're, they're, they were never going to bring us back at the same time, but they wouldn't tell us. <laughs> so they... Um, Friday night of that week, they came to another agreement with the union about how we're going to work two shifts in one day. Keep oh, it- fuck this. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep, but, a, keep but in mind. Just real quick. 
fuck this. These are state employees who are used to working basically eight to five. Like, there's no, there's no second shift. Right. It's eight to four, eight to, eight thirty to four thirty, nine to five, eight thirty to five. No yeah. one's, no one's doing, no one's in there longer than five p.m. Right. And, and no one's in there earlier than 8 p.m. Tell them when we went in. And I'll, also, people have children. Who? Pe- lots of the people who work in Why? these offices have children. Why do children. they do that? They, well, they chose that. So they're like, all that right. Was, that was their choice. With almost choice. almost no preparation for you, uh, on Monday you're going to be working either 6 to 2 or 6, six to, to one, 1 and 1 to 9. Mm. Get ready. <laughs> Mm. 9 p.m. <laughs> and this was for the entire state. So the people who work in Philadelphia, who work in Reading, who work in places that the county assistance office might be in an area you don't feel comfortable no, leaving no, no. at I'll night. say it. Katrina's afraid to say it. A place where murder can happen <laughs> at yeah. like the drop of a hat. Yeah. So <laughs> you didn't have a choice of what shift you were going to get for the first week. No. You just got assigned one and you're told, come to work. So people loved it. They were so happy. Um, <laughs> Hang on. You sound like you're, you sound like you're being sarcastic. Is that, did people not love it? They did not love it. Oh shit. Yeah. And I was managing it and also getting up at six and not coming home until like three or four because I had to do stuff with the second shift too. <laughs> so that was cool. And then they're like, oh, by the way, now you can start teleworking. Uh, and also, Katrina, manager, with no preparation, you're in charge of getting people set up with teleworking, and you're going to help them with any issues they have teleworking. Uh, good luck. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, that's. So you so. That's the gist of what's happening. To happened. be clear, your job has been hard. I haven't enjoyed it very much. I have not. Have you found? Have you been able to find brief moments to kind of like you know hold on to? Well. Finally, uh, I think it was last Wednesday, they stopped the two shifts. We went back to a regular schedule. We had lost a decent amount of staff because of teleworking. So Well, hang on. Like, not lot. Like, staff went. Staff is right. now working from They're home. not in the building. Anymore. Right. Not in the building. So. Which we, made it possible for the regular shifts to happen. Yeah. Again, right? Yeah. So, we're, we're under 50 people. We were able to spread them all out. As of today, we have 21 people in the building on Monday, so things have calmed down over the last week. I'm feeling a lot better, but I would say up until up until this week, I've been absolutely losing my mind Okay. to anxiety and stress. Uh, I'm taking a lot of melatonin on top of my sleeping pills to sleep at night. <laughs> I'm having stress dreams where I need to call 911, but I can't seem to dial the numbers. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> so. Oh, yikes, guys. Yeah. Uh-oh. My mental health hasn't been great. Okay. But All apparently right. I seem calm. But Jesus. That's what people at work always Holy tell me. Holy shit, Jesus. They're like, That oh, was a crazy so, statement. You're so calm during but all I this. But I seem calm. <laughs> You've been so calm what the throughout. Fuck? I'm just like, no, I haven't. <laughs> I'm dying inside. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I thought this was going to be funner, more fun than it was, <laughs> but it is. Um, There's a reason I'm not doing the podcast. Yeah, no, I get it. I was literally doing this again. This is the check-in. Um, and... I'm doing better now. I'm doing better now. 
<laughs> Hang on. I just want to isolate some clips. I'm dying inside. I'm doing better now. <laughs> I mean, I'm still taking all of the melatonin and the pills to sleep at night, but... Let's move on to... <laughs> What about, what, you know what fun thing I did today? What'd you do? On my lunch, uh, my my good friend at work and I walked to a pizza place that was uh, 1.3 miles away. Hell yeah. And walked back. So you were you walked 2.6 miles? Yeah. To get pizza? To get some fucking Hell pizza. yeah. Yeah, that was nice. That's dope as shit. Mm-hmm. One, one other thing that's... Uh, I really hate about this whole Shit, I really quarantine situation. Thought we were going to go something cool, but we, okay. Well, we talked before about how it was training for a 5K. We completed our training. Oh, that's did, right! We did the full eight weeks uh-huh. of couch to 5K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was ready to run that 5K on April 18th. But obviously that's in April fucking 18th. half. Yeah, April 18th. I gone trained in- for months for no goddamn reason. I ran... For months, for nothing. <laughs> so that's one thing I really don't like about all this. You ran for months, and then, yeah, I know what? that's good. I did good. No, 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 I don't care about that. <laughs> you were able to today, in how long? You said around fifty-ish like minutes. No, nope, fifty minutes. Walk to and from a pizza place. 2.6-ish miles to and from walking without dying. While wearing a face mask. While wearing a face (laughs) mask. Guess what? You fucking... That training paid the fuck off. Here's... I'll just... Just to give you a contrast of what's happening. I have trained for nothing. I have found more reasons to get food delivered to me or... Go get food from a drive-thru. And I got up, because we had to go get wine from Wise. Or, yeah, we had to go get wine from Wise. I got up to get dressed because I couldn't wear my Halloween costume pants anymore. (laughs) Because I'm not going to wear them to a place I have to go outside for. But I've worn them, I want to say, two to three days this week. Yeah. Um... Three. In a row? It's been three. In a row? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got up and did that. My back hurt. <laughs> so I got up to get dressed in my back. I, I was up for, I want to say, I walked around to get stuff for like maybe two and a half minutes. And my back was like, whoa, dude, this is a lot of exercise. You need to cool it right now. Um, so uh, you are killing it. Thanks. You are killing it. I am I am now in the position where I have to like I'm like legit rethinking what I've up what I've been up to, mm-hmm. um because what I've been up to is some real bullshit, <laughs> some real bad bullshit. Um, uh, let's go with what have in this in this time where all of the all of the loveliness of life has been taken away from us, uh, most of the loveliness of life. I still get to see. You mm-hmm. and my lovely children, the cats. Right. Um, what have you missed the most? In 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 this could be as superficial or as like profound. However you wanted, however you want to interpret this. What have you missed the most? I I just honestly think like 
calm. Yeah. Like... The feeling of calm. Yeah. You haven't felt the feeling of calm for a while. Not really. That's yeah. fair. Because, I mean, the craziness of work has kind of, at times, been just as prevalent as the craziness of the real world. So, sometimes... I don't think about how bad real life kind of is because work is so bad. Now that work's kind of settled, it's more like, oh, you know, like uh, everything else is terrible too. Mm-hmm. I miss seeing my friends, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, a- I'm lucky that one of my closest friends works with me, so I'm able to see and talk to them mm-hmm. a lot of days. But We won't name drop her, but she's great. She's great. And we love her. I've never met her. Yes, you have. I'll back. I'll back this up. <laughs> Cut that out. No question. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, no. I miss. I miss Lindsay. I miss Lindsay. I miss Tyler. I miss Ashley, who we've had on the program today. Um, I miss all of our friends. I I miss the group chat boys uh, so much. I think we, we, you know, yeah, it's, it sucks. It sucks. I, I miss, I, I don't even get to see Drew that often, but I miss the shit out of him now. Yeah. I I'm, mean, I'm sad for like all the, the things we're not going to be able to do. Can I just real quick, you know, this asshole made me watch Mama Mia. Yeah. Like we're in a pandemic. We're in like a real situation. And this dickhead's like, you're going to love Mama Mia, dude. I didn't. <laughs> I did not. Sorry, go ahead. The things we're going to miss yeah, that are like, more important than the fact that I fucking watched, I want to say, I think it was 93 minutes, was it? Of, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we had tickets to see of Monsters and Men in June that got postponed indefinitely, obviously. Hella mega tickets for August, those... That's definitely not fucking happening. That's certainly not happening. Yeah. We are not seeing Hell Omega in August. And, yeah, I doubt And if they put the show on, like, we really need to figure out how to get our money back for those tickets. <laughs> yeah. Because we shouldn't go. Yeah. Though, that said, I will, like, 100% be the one who you have to be like, train, we can't go. Because <laughs> I'll be like, why? It's happening. Let's do it. Uh, we... Don't I? I shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. I think we've already discussed that it's probably no vacation happening for us this year, and that considering we just started taking vacations like last year. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> shit move. It sucks. It's a real <laughs> shit move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just um, there's like just so little to, to look forward to, like. Yeah. Yeah, that's the sucky, really sucky part. And I know that this is going to be a... I'm going to have to think of another question, I think, because this is going to be a strange last question for you. Just because I think I know where this is going, and I think I may have just kind of put this question in here as if I was talking to someone else. Um, But the question is, do you feel hopeful about life going back to normal and do you think you have a timetable as to when i know that we should literally listen to the experts the experts are the ones who decide these things and i don't think that at any time soon things are going to go back to the way they were but i definitely think do you yeah no i actually i think that's a good question um because i was kind of thinking about that today and yesterday when i looked at governor wolf's plan uh, that he has 
about reopening the state? Yes, the stoplight plan. Yeah, because, you know, seeing all this shit like Georgia reopening, just fuck it. And like other states. The Las Vegas mayor who just said, oh, we should open it. But like, I shouldn't be responsible for if things get bad. Yeah, like after seeing that, I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then I saw Wolf's plan and I actually thought it was really reasonable and seemed like a pretty good idea. Um, so that actually made me kind of hopeful, like, we get into the yellow, you know, some, some stuff's gonna reopen, but we're still gonna be wearing our masks, we're still gonna be keeping our distance, no, no entertainment stuff, but, like, we're just gonna, like, gradually get back to normal while increasing our testing capabilities and, and... How? I'm kidding. Don't, I don't answer know that. How. No, no, don't answer that. I don't know how, but no, PA a, is. No, that's a. I know. I agree. I, know, yeah. I understand. I just, that's a. That's a political question that we shouldn't. I'm not asking you to answer <laughs> because you will go off a cliff on it. <laughs> yeah, but I. I actually am kind of hopeful, but I don't think things are going to be normal. I. I honestly don't think things can be normal until we get a vaccine, and that's going to take a long time. Yeah. That's so. Good. 12 to 18 months. I think masks are going to become uh, a normal thing. Yeah. That's going to be the new normal masks. Uh, you know, sorry, just... people with asthma like me. You're <laughs> fucking... St- sorry, people who also wear glasses and have asthma like me. You're fucked. Yeah. Like it's a, mask time. A lack of entertainment options. Like, no movie theaters, no concerts. drive through No casinos. Like, that... I don't think any of that stuff's going to come back for a long time um but i think we can get some semblance like the yellow plan says no social gatherings of more than 25 so that to me that means Lindsay can come hang out and watch movies with us and, yes. and we can go visit ashley and tyler and you can go see the group chat and like like stuff like that like yeah. just not big yeah. gatherings but I, I i do have some hope and One bright side that I found in all of this is that we're spending a lot less money and we're (laughs) getting a lot closer to our goal for saving for a house. So that that's a pretty dope side effect. I yeah, that that makes me happy because I love money and planning for the future. (laughs) I love money. I love money. Is that what you want to be quoted on the podcast? I love money. Is you want to you want to? I love wor- money in my bank account. Do you want to word that differently? I we don't love, have to pay our student loans. I love money, and it counts towards forgiveness. I that, love that. That was an awesome thing. I love that money though. Yeah. So <laughs> we're not spending on bullshit because what is there to spend it on? What's the point? And Amazon's not shipping anything for months. So <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, bad news. I'm going to tell you now that I'm going to buy a bunch of uh, new uh, podcasting equipment. Um, so, <laughs> bad news for you. Good news for me, though. Really fucking rolling in that podcast equipment. Um, thank you very much for being here for the check-in. We really appreciate you, and thank you for all that you do. It, it sucks. You are living in a <laughs> just straight-up nightmare, um, including having to come home to this crazy son of a bitch. No. I, I really, I do, I 100% appreciate everything that you do for everybody else. I appreciate you, that everything you do for this house. And I'm super happy that you are, um, you know, that you have at least any sort of hope going forward. Um, though, however small and 
cracked. Um, uh, thank you for being here. And we'll catch you next time on The Check-In. You're welcome. I want to thank my guest, Ashley Miller, for joining me today. I want to thank um, former slash current slash sabbatical host Katrina Myricks for uh, being a part of this today. Um, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and try to stay safe. See you next time. Cheers.